the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Water in the court. Be seated. It's time for Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt. Todd Marquardt, attorney at law in Texas. If you're a millionaire or a thousandaire, Talk Law Radio is now on the air. Call in with your business law question, your elder law question. Veteran aid, Medicaid, build a business to get paid. 210-308-8867. Or ask a question online at marquardlawfirm.com. That's M-A-R-Q-U-A-R-D-T, lawfirm.com. And now, it's Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt. Welcome to Talk Law Radio. I'm Todd Marquardt on 930 AM, The Answer. Apple Podcasts, and TalkLawRadio.com. Try interacting with us on Facebook Live, or you could send us an email at host at TalkLawRadio.com. That's H-O-S-T at TalkLawRadio.com. Let us know what you're interested in. The State Board of Texas is the state agency that governs attorney law licenses, and the State Bar wants attorneys to inform the public about the law, but because legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case, and because laws are ever-changing, material discussed in this program is meant for general informational purposes only and is not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Marquardt Law Firm sponsors our show today, and Marquardt Law Firm focuses on business and estate law, including last wills, living trusts, and tax-protected inheritance plans. New businesses and old businesses which might have issues with corporations, contracts, LLCs, family-limited partnerships, and we can represent those who face problems from lack of planning, like in guardianships, probate, breach of contract, or injury cases. Check out the blog at marquardtlawfirm.com to learn more. Before we get started talking about the law, let's begin with a prayer. Dear God, thank you for this day. Thank you for all the gifts and blessings that you give to us. Please forgive us when we sin, when we make mistakes, when we do the wrong thing, or when we fail to do your will. Please help Adam and me give good information to the listeners about thinking about some things at the end of the year to get ready for tax season. Help us to use the gifts and talents you have provided for the good of your people, for our own good, and for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Now it's time to discover your legal issue blind spots by listening to me talk about the law on the radio. And the law that we're talking about today is tax law. So today I have with me Adam Tostado with A. Tostado Corporation, he does taxes. Yes, I do. How's it going? It's going good. It's going good. Adam, you're not from around here. Tell us where you're from. No, I'm originally from Chicago, uh, inner city Chicago, uh, born and raised. And um, yeah, worked there my whole life and then uh, found an opportunity to come to Texas and uh, an opportunity to work for a bookkeeping firm and been there for 15 years learning taxes and bookkeeping and stuff like that. My background is in accounting and computer science and um, and then fell in love with taxes. And now I have an office of my own and uh, been in business now for five years. I've been doing this work for about 20. So let's back up a little bit to get back up to present day. You said that you you worked in the computer science industry. How did that lead you to taxes? Well, in in the computer science, what 
I was working, I was working for um, uh, the U.S. Soccer Federation as uh, um, a payroll coordinator, and that had accounting and stuff like that. And so when I did that, then um, I I always stood with a job always in accounting or in computer science. And computer science, when I was working for the bookkeeping firm, I ended up doing both, uh, working mm-hmm. on their network, updating their computer systems. Uh, and stuff like that, their servers, and then at the same time doing the bookkeeping, doing the taxes and stuff like that. So I had the best of both worlds. And so uh, when I opened up my office, I already knew what I needed as far as servers and phones and digital stuff. And then uh, just put all that together and created a good office. And the IRS just keeps getting more digital. The IRS is doing more and more digital. That that is true. They're they're allowing sometimes they're they're allowing to in case of an audit to see digital receipts and stuff like that. Wow. So when they used to always want the the paper mm-hmm. and stuff, but it's always good if you're making major purchases to save the paper. Anything over, you know, I would say between five five hundred and over, uh, save the receipt just in case uh, if you're going to use it for business expenses. Um, to save that documentation. Okay, and your your website and system is is set up so that clients can give you information electronically too. Yeah, right? if if you go to uh, etostado dot com, they uh, you can schedule your appointment. You can read a little bit more about what you need to do, um, and also you can just give us a call, you know, or schedule your appointment online, or call the office and you can schedule the appointment. So what made you fall in love with taxes? It's it's the difference that every day it's a different issue and it could be not an issue, it could be a good thing, but every every client is different. There's no one tax return that's exactly the same as the others. And so that challenge, that puzzle putting together that puzzle is what uh really ha- you know made me fall in love with uh the tax process. If you do this, you got to love it because if you're doing this for just a paycheck, it's it's not going to work. Your life is going to be very mm-hmm. short term. So we're going to be talking about end of year because that's what the time is uh, that we're recording in November. And uh, the IRS doesn't want anybody to do anything <laughs> in reliance of the, the deductions or exceptions or anything. But the real- reality is that if you know about the code and the regulations that um you you might pay less yeah it it's it's always good you know everybody says i got to go see my tax guy in april you know and i'm only going to see them once a year and if you have a business or you have a more complicated tax return like investments or stocks or re- retirements and stuff like that you should see your tax preparer at least 2 to 3 times a year you know, showing them what you've taken out in taxes on your W-2s or if you have a business, you really want to see your, your tax guy three or four times a year because everything changes. The rules change. It's, lately, it's been like Russian roulette. The The rules change even during tax season. Mm-hmm. And so it's good to have that tax professional to jump ideas back and forth. You know, I have a lot of people that come uh, throughout the year and they're like, what about if I do this? And what about if I do that? Uh, what are the tax consequences? What are my tax savings? What can I do? And so um, we we go over that. And so right now, since we're getting close to December, you should really be talking about your tax guy, about what's happening throughout this year. Do I have profit? Do I need to go buy a car? Do I need to go put more money into an investment pr- uh, plan? Because when if you do that, it's going to save you X. And so better planning means a better tax return. And it doesn't mean that you have to see them in April. You need to see them before the end of this year. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us about your qualification? Well, I'm a I'm a registered tax preparer. Um, and so what do you have to do in order to be recognized? Well, you have to register with the IRS. The IRS tracks all my tax returns. Um, I go online and I can see how many tax returns we've done mm-hmm. and how many they've recorded and stuff, business, personal amendments and stuff like that. And so we're also we do continuing education every year because because of the rules that change so often right now, you we have to keep on top of that. And so uh, especially with covid and everything else and the deductions and the stipulations that the IRS is giving us or Congress has voted to give us that freedom, um, we we need to keep on top of that. 
Have you ever heard of somebody helping to prepare a tax return, but then they say you have to sign it self-prepared? Then you run. That those are the people that you don't want to deal with because mm-hmm. the thing is that they don't take responsibility for what they're doing. So they might be a great person themselves, but when they don't sign the tax returns, they don't take responsibility. And when the IRS has a problem with you, you have nobody to go to. Mm-hmm. And so you're you're basically on an island trying to defend yourself. And the IRS is very famous for twisting your words and saying, oh, you did this or you said this, therefore we're not going to allow this. Mm-hmm. And so you always, if you're looking for a tax repair, um, you always want to make sure that one, they sign the tax returns along with you, that you just don't sign it by yourself, that the return doesn't have self-prepare, it's that, that you pay to prepare. Right. And you want to make sure that they're open all year, that they're mm-hmm. op- available all year. Yeah. Because IRS notices don't have a season. They're mm-hmm. not like, oh, they always come in April <laughs> or they always come in March. No, no, no. You could get them at any point in time. And when you get them, you're going to look at this piece of paper and say, I have no clue what they're doing. I don't know, I have no clue what they're saying or what they're denying. And this is where you go to the tax preparer and say, uh, this is this is what happened. And I have several clients who came and they're like, I can't find my tax preparer. Why not? Well, I don't know. He doesn't answer the phones. Well, because he's only seasonal. After April 15th, he mm-hmm. doesn't do any more tax returns. He's gone fishing. And so he'll see you next year. And he'll tell you, okay, well, get, bring your notice next year and we'll deal with it. No, no, no. You need to deal with these notices promptly. And when if the notice says you owe me money, there's always an option. So, so you can help with that? Uh, I could definitely help with that. You know, um, if the IRS says you owe me some money, we ask for your tax returns. We look at it. And if it's a legitimate, the IRS will take payments. You mm-hmm. know, you might not like the payments. You might not like the interest they're charging. But there's just so many options that we can do to avoid all that. That uh, when we see those letters, we, we, we figure out a plan before we call the IRS. Can we talk about those guys that advertise on the radio that they're going to get your <laughs> IRS debt wiped out? No. We'll talk about it after the break. <laughs> so stay tuned. We'll be right back on Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt. If you recently moved to Texas from out of state, your current will, trust, and power of attorney may need to be reviewed and updated. Wills and powers of attorney are state-specific, so it might be a good idea to meet with a Texas attorney. Marquardt Law Firm is the go-to firm in San Antonio for wills, trust, and powers of attorney. They'll develop a strategy to tax-efficiently protect and preserve your assets, reduce family conflict, and maximize government benefits. Call today to schedule your no-cost legal consultation. 210-530-4278. Protect what's yours with Marquardt Law Firm. Welcome back to Talk Law Radio. I'm Todd Marquardt. Here with Adam Tostado, we're talking about year-end things because we're thinking about taxes that we're going to have to file soon. And uh, he runs and operates a Tostado Corporation. Okay, you were going to mention, uh, well, I asked you before the break to talk to the listeners about uh, wiping out tax debt. Is that a real thing? For less than 1% of those people that they they will wipe out. That option is available, but um, you pretty much have to be on your deathbed or incapable of uh, working or something like that. Uh, something extreme is the only reason, though, because if they say that – if if the IRS sees that you're an able-bodied person – uh, with the availability to work, mm-hmm. uh, then they're like, okay, so then you have the availability to pay us. Yeah. And so they might take what they call an offering compromise, meaning that if you owe $100,000, you might say, okay, I will pay ten, And um, that is a case-by-case situation. They get to decide. Um, they, they get to decide. And I've had situations where people have gone to agencies or uh, myself and um, they've gotten the, those reductions. I have one personal experience where we got he owed two hundred thousand dollars, and the IRS says, "Okay, we'll take twenty. Wow! Oh, wow! Great! <laughs> but but the thing is, is there's strings attached to that, meaning that you never ever 
for the rest of your life can owe the IRS. Wow. Okay. That's so make sure you strong. never owe. Okay. <laughs> um, you always have to file on time before April 15th. You know, and that was, these are his stipulations. That was what they put on him. Mm-hmm. You know, and that doesn't mean that's going to be on everybody. But um, they put a lot of restrictions on him to make sure he doesn't mess up. You know, and so they took it. And so far, he has never messed up, you know. But uh, if you mess up, the whole amount, it becomes due. Wow. And it's not like, oh, you could pay me $500 every month until the 200 is done. No, no. They want their money now. And they'll come after you full force. So don't mess up. Okay. But there are lots of payment plans that you see. There's a lot of payment plans uh, where they'll reduce the payments. They'll they'll make uh, uh, they'll take arrangements. If you owe, if I'm not mistaken, less than five thousand dollars, they'll take any plan that you offer. Hey, I only could. It has to be more than twenty five dollars. But if you could say, I'm only going to pay you twenty five dollars, they'll take it. But guess what? Then you're on the hook for the next seven years. Mm-hmm. For the five thousand plus interest, so keep in mind that in those seven years you'll end up paying that five thousand dollars. You'll end up paying about fifteen, wow. because the interest and penalties compounding still accrue while you're making that twenty five dollar payment. Mm-hmm. So you'll never be done. So there's options that I tell my clients: borrow the money, go to a bank, get a loan, find some friends, get a loan, mm-hmm. pay off the IRS. It's cheaper to pay off the bank or friends than it is to pay the IRS. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm glad that you told us all that because it <laughs> sounds so easy when the guy's advertising on the radio. Yeah. What should people look for when they're searching for somebody to prepare taxes? Did we already talk about we that? We talked a little bit about that. You know, you always want to find somebody who's going to sign the tax return with you. Um, you want somebody who's going to be there all year. You know, that you can call them up. You're going to want to call. This is on you now that you're going to want to call them up three, four times a year and schedule that appointment because they're not going to go looking for you. And you're going to want to just review. Hey, I just need 10 minutes just to make sure that I'm on the good side. Yeah. And I'm not going to owe any money. Okay. And what should they ask when they call? For when they call me or they're they're calling to interview a tax preparer. Right. You're going to want to know how long they've been in business. Um, how long they've had experience doing tax returns. We have a lot of tax tax preparers out there who says that they're a former IRS person. Mm-hmm. But guess what? The janitor is an IRS person, okay? <laughs> yeah. Everybody who works in that building is an IRS person. Right. So, and if you're talking to a former IRS agent who becomes a tax preparer to the civilian world, mm-hmm. you got to remember where they came from. They were, they were, Going after you. <laughs> they were going after making sure they increase the taxes as high as possible. Do you want that kind of person to do your taxes? Mm-hmm. Are they going to find all the exemptions that they possibly could? Or are they just going to follow the IRS rules and say it is what it is? Yeah. So be careful with that. And the, the last thing is making sure that you're very comfortable with the tax preparer, that you can talk to them. Because a lot of people, they find these professionals and they say, okay, well, he's a professional and I'm paying him a fee, so it is what it is. But you you got to make sure, you know, as borderline is feeling like if they're a family member, you know, if you're comfortable with them, you're comfortable in telling them everything. You're comfortable being honest with them. Why is that important? Because the tax preparer sometimes doesn't know that what to be asking for. So when you come to my office, I sit down and I'm talking about telling them, oh, how's the family? How's the kids? Oh, they're in college. How's grandma? Oh, mom, grandma moved in? And so when, uh, when you're talking to them and asking them about these questions, then they say, okay, here's my W-2s. Here's my expenses. Here's my business. But they didn't give you anything for grandma. Well, wait a minute. Grandma's living with you. She, she could be your dependent if she's not filing a right. tax return. And, oh, she has medical expenses. Or you fix something on the house for grandma to move into. Mm-hmm. That's major medical expenses that you could write off on your tax returns. And so if you could do all this stuff, but you wouldn't know that, they wouldn't know to tell you that. Right. So it's important that they have those conversations that the thing that H&R Block or the Fast Places don't do is they have a conversation. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have a conversation, how do you know what to put on the tax returns? Great. So 
What about all the stuff we're hearing online uh, and social media? What are some myths that we should debunk today? Uh, that everybody deserves a stimulus, you know? That's a myth. It, it, it's the, the, what people don't realize is the stimuluses were issued based on your income, but based on your income from 2019. Okay. Based on your income from 2020. If, if you didn't get a stimulus and you're wondering why, first thing is, did you file a tax return? Because they will not issue, t- issue stimuluses if, they haven't, if you haven't filed a tax return. And I have personal experience. I have a guy who says, I want my stimulus money, but I haven't done my tax returns for five years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's file my tax returns so I could get my stimulus. Uh, buddy, you know that if I looked at all your records, you've made over $500,000 in every single year. We've done the tax returns, but you're not getting any money because you made too much. Right. But I'm not getting a stimulus. No. So... You you have to understand all the little scenarios that you Mm -hmm. can go through that what might cause you to have that. And so is there anybody that can help you get your stimulus? Um, There is. You you would have to call the IRS. And and they're the only ones who say, well, if you didn't get a stimulus, why? Um, It could be that your child who you have a newborn that wasn't on your tax return. The IRS will say, if you were entitled to a, a stimulus, you're always going to get it. It might, it might not be on this tax return. It might be on next year's tax return. Okay. But you're, you're going to get your money. But they take forever. <laughs> okay. All right. Some people got them. Some people are still waiting. Yeah. But you got to file. You got to file your tax returns. And if you filed everything, then uh, the IRS is say, you're going to have to wait for that stimulus. But it's going to come. And if you want to talk to them... What's, what's that phone call like? <laughs> First of all, if you want to talk to them, my, my success story is when you want to call the IRS this year was to call between Thursday and Friday. And uh, my assistant has been able to get uh, to the IRS early in the morning, between 6, 7 o'clock in the morning, you start calling. If you call later in the afternoon, call after 4 o'clock. Okay. Um, Are they open late? They're early? open till seven. Okay. And um, but be prepared. It could t- you could get lucky, and it could take twenty minutes. Most likely, I have not this year gotten anybody in twenty minutes. The soonest that I've been able to get somebody is in about a couple of hours. Okay. And so, but be prepared if you're going to call the IRS. Um, have your tax returns in front of you from the previous year, the last tax filing year that you did, mm-hmm. um, and um, Wait. Okay. What's important to know when you're married and you're filling out the W-4? That's a big thing. A W-4 is is a form that your employer will give you to see how much taxes they should send to the IRS on your behalf. Um, a lot of married couples, husband and wife or, or, or same-sex marriages, what they do is they put married on both forms. And so when you put married on both forms and when you do your tax returns you're gonna be like wait a minute i'm under withheld i owe the irs money how is that possible and so that it's because they took so little taxes because both of you claim the same benefits on both jobs Mm -hmm. and so it's always good to uh one single if the other one is married and you file it that way when you get your pay stubs Go see your tax preparer about six months into the year and say, can you get, tell me if I've paid in enough between my, my, my spouses and my uh, mm-hmm. W-2s? If I've paid enough or am I going to owe money? And so as you throughout the year when you get bonuses, well, guess what? Your income goes up. And so right. sometimes there's not enough taxes taken out. So that's why it's important to see your tax preparers in multiple times in the year to see where I'm at. Okay, and that's just when you when you check married or single. That's letting IRS know how many deductions. Right, you're taking. Ma- married means that they're going to take as little as possible. <clears throat> single means they're going to take as high as possible. On the W forms, the current form has removed the dependent section, okay. so it's just either married or single. All right, and you're good to go. What's important to know about uh, retirement for tax savings when married? Well, when you, the retirement side, 
it's a method that they can deduct out of your paycheck. And so if somebody's making $40,000, but they put $10,000 into retirement, mm-hmm. your paycheck says 40, but your taxable amount that they put on the tax return is 30. You save $10,000 into retirement. Mm-hmm. But if you ever want to touch that money, you got to wait until you're 65. Mm-hmm. But you can also, depending on the retirement plans, you also like, let's say you need to put a, fix the roof on the house, but you don't have the money. Instead of going to the bank and borrowing the money, you can sometimes you can borrow against your retirement plan and make payments on your retirement borrow plan. from yourself borrow from yourself it's earning interest the interest and in everything is going back into your plan okay well we're going to take another break and when we come back we'll be talking more about things to think about at the end of the year when we're getting ready for tax season stay tuned If you recently moved to Texas from out of state, your current will, trust, and power of attorney may need to be reviewed and updated. Wills and powers of attorney are state-specific, so it might be a good idea to meet with a Texas attorney. Marquardt Law Firm is the go-to firm in San Antonio for wills, trust, and powers of attorney. They'll develop a strategy to tax-efficiently protect and preserve your assets, reduce family conflict, and maximize government benefits. Call today to schedule your no-cost legal consultation. 210-530-4278. Protect what's yours with Marquardt Law Firm. Welcome back to Talk Law Radio. I'm Todd Marquardt on 9.30 a.m. The Answer, Apple Podcasts, and TalkLawRadio.com. Now it's time to discover your legal issue blind spots by listening to me talk about the law on the radio. Today we're talking about tax law with Adam Tostado. A Tostado Corporation. He does taxes. So, Adam, uh, tell us about some surprising things um, when somebody has rental properties. Ooh, rental properties is is very interesting. Um, one of the re- first of all, if you're making more than I think it's one hundred thirty or one hundred forty thousand dollars a year. Whether it's on your W-2s, on uh, stock sales, on uh, your your um, retirement, if you make more than 140000 your rental property losses, if you have losses in your rental property, go out the window. They get suspended. You don't get to use them to reduce your income. And so a lot of people, they get into rental properties not understanding with, that they made too much money. And the rental property, they put all this money into rental properties and then they don't even get to use that. And that happens also if you've incorporated and you did a corporate tax return and you have a corporation that controls your rental properties, Mm -hmm. when it flows over to your personal, same thing. It happens the same way. So you got to make sure that that uh, adjusted gross income gets below that threshold and and then you could take the losses. If you have profit, there's no self-employment tax. It's just additional income Mm -hmm. that you haven't paid taxes on. And so you got to be careful with that. Um, and so some people have taken their rental properties and converted them into Airbnbs. Mm-hmm. Well, Airbnbs is a different scenario because that's a business. That's not rental. So if you have an Airbnb, then your property does stay in the rental property section, but that income goes on Schedule C. And so because it's short-term income. And so then there's no limitation. You can make as much as you want, and um, but... That catch twenty two is now that it's on Schedule C, now it's subject to self employment tax if you made money. Oh, so wow. you got to be careful with that and talk to the preparer and say, what's the better strategies that that I have? Mm-hmm. Maybe have that Airbnb, but have that Airbnb in a corporation that now when it flows over to your personal, there's not so uh, self employment tax. So those are the strategies that we go over and we look at your plans and say, what's the best way to do this? Running the operations. Everything stays the same. Your taxes is what changes. Yeah. And so when we're talking about investments, like like a rental property, it makes me think about what uh, President Biden and the Congress was talking about with changing uh, the capital gains tax rate and just making it the ordinary income tax rate. 
How do you think that that would play out? I, I think it's good for the economy. It's it's bad for the middle class um, because there's so many middle class people who are getting into that. Before you didn't no, – nobody ever knew about capital gains. Nobody ever knew about stocks right. and rental property. But now the middle class, they made it so easy for us to invest. They made it so easy for us uh, – I forget Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. You know, that, oh, okay, we got everybody could get Robin Hood and we can put money in there and, uh, oh, we're making money. Mm-hmm. Well. That if you make money and you cash it out, it's a tax consequence at the end. Yeah, so and tell so your tax preparer. You talk to your <laughs> tax preparer and say, okay, should I sell it now or should I buy more or what should I do? Mm-hmm. And that tax preparer, if they're willing, they're going to be able to give you some good advice. My advice when it comes to that is talk to my financial planner. You know, talk to a financial planner. Mm-hmm. And get advice on the financial plan, but have your financial planner, have your attorney, and have your tax guy in one group so that they're all talking together so you get the best advice possible. And it's just not you trying to make a decision on your own. Sounds like a good plan. Uh, By the way, Adam and I used to do these seminars. We have a group, uh, him and me and, and the financial advisor, give, and also the Social Security guy. Yes. Um, to talk about these issues of retirement, tax, Social Security, and legal planning. Speaking of Social Security (laughs) guy, um, there is a time and place when Social Security gets taxed. Yes. What about that? Well, and that's that's where, you know, you got to be very careful. When people are on Social Security, it could be taxed up to 80%. And so what causes that is your other income. Mm -hmm. So if you get a W-2 and you still keep your day job and you have investments and you also have a retirement plan, all that is income that's causing your Social Security to creep up up to that 80%. Mm -hmm. And now guess what? On Social Security, almost nobody takes out taxes on Social Security. You're like, wait a minute. I pay taxes all my life. I've gotten right. – it's gone to Social Security. Right. Now if I want it back, I got to pay taxes on that too. So yes. And so sadly, that's that's the rules. And so that could cause your adjusted gross income to go up. And so if it goes up and you have rental property, you're in another bad situation. Right, right. So if that happens to you and you don't like it, talk to your congressman because we need to change the law. <laughs> You, yeah, we need we need to change the law. Um, or a lot of people have said, well, I'm going to quit my job. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're just going to quit your job because you have a tax consequence, you realize that you're going to give up a thirty, forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollar job so that you don't owe two thousand dollars. No, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, my father in law always said, "Hey, if you're paying taxes, you're making money." <laughs> that that's if if you're pay- for me, if you have to pay taxes. I know I haven't been able – I've written off everything I possibly could. Mm-hmm. And then we have that. So it, it is a good thing. And so people are in a better situation for that. So the purpose of our interview today is is really just to let people know what they should be thinking about. Um, but if they don't have anybody or they're looking for a different tax preparer, how should they contact you? Uh, you can call my office, 210-994-5088, um, or you can go online at www.atostado.com, and you can book your appointment online, or you can call the office, and, and they can schedule it for you. Again, the technology and the tax get yeah. merged. It, it's it's always, and so you, you you just need some additional information, you know, and there's there's no charge. I'm one of the very few offices, no charge for conversations. So come on in, bring your information, and see what situation. See if you need me, or I'll tell you. I'll be very honest with you. I'm saying, no, you know what? You can just do online. Do You, you just have a W-2. Mm-hmm. If you just want to know where you're at, I'll let you know. So what would you say is your secret to success? Um, My secret to success is honesty and being good to others. It, it's it's very, very important. Uh, you know, there's situations that that little devil showed up on my shoulder and says, hey, you could charge more, you know, and uh, don't worry, nobody's going to know. And uh, that little angel says, uh, you know what, there's always a consequence. So and so when I chose to take the high road, 
um, the the benefits was, you know, I would send one client out and says, don't worry about it, it's good. And uh, there was four or five more clients waiting down the road. In in five years, I haven't spent any money on advertising. Wow. You know, it's all all referrals. And that says a lot. That says a lot for who I am and for how we run our office. You know, when you come into the office, it's it feels like home. There's a Keurig machine with coffee. There's a, a liquor Keurig machine uh, <laughs> for, for drinks. Um, it's it's a very homey environment. And like I said before, we, we have simple conversations. And um, and then we try to figure out what, what's going on and what's the problem. And if somebody has a, a pet or a child, can they bring? They could bring their kids. I have toys. I have coloring books. And for the kids, uh, the kids who come to the office, they already know the rules. You know, there's applesauce in the fridge. There's juice boxes in the fridge. They color and everything. And before they leave, you know, they're walking out the door with their parents. I'm like, uh-uh, got to pick up your stuff. <laughs> got to pick up everything. And so the puppies, you know, puppies, kitties, whatever, they, they're more than welcome. I have treats for them. And uh, I have one puppy who comes into the office and he goes straight to my office and he sees himself in the mirror and he just stares himself for the <laughs> entire meeting. I'm like, oh, my God, this is a very vain dog there. <laughs> but uh, he's good, you know. And so we, we always like to welcome everybody to, to come to the office. Okay. Let me ask you about unemployment. What, what, why do we need to know about that? Well, in, in 20, for 2020, in the 21 tax year, um, in the middle of the tax season, the IRS and Congress decided to change the rules. And this is what's very frustrating to tax preparers, is that we always have to keep on top of this. And so what they decided to do was when people got unemployment, the first $10,000 was exempt. And you, didn't have to, you had to report everything, but the first 10000 was exempt and you didn't have to pay taxes on it. So many people got unemployment because of COVID, and so they, they all got this unemployment. So the people in the beginning of the year who filed their tax returns and had unemployment, they're saying, oh, we want to amend our tax returns. The IRS gave us specific instructions not to amend the tax returns. They'll figure it out and send them the money. I'm like, really, IRS? You're gonna, I'm going to leave this in your hands. But they, they, they wanted us to leave it there. And so it's, it's very important to, to uh, making sure – you have that unemployment documentation, the proper documentation okay. to give to your tax preparer. Good. I wanted to mention something I found in the Bible, uh, Luke chapter 3, verse 7. Um, Jesus was uh, talking to some crowd, and he said, You brood of vipers, you, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruits in keeping with repentance. And do not begin to say to yourselves, we have Abraham as our father. Jesus said, for I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children for Abraham. Even now the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. And the crowds asked him, what then shall we do? Tax collectors also came to be <laughs> baptized and said, teacher, what shall we do? And Jesus said to them, collect no more than you're authorized to do. Right? Yeah. I mean, and that's, that's what we try to stick with, you right. know. If, 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 the, if you make X amount of money, the IRS wants 50 cents, you know. And we try to say, no, we'll send you 10. And this is why we're going to send you 10 cents. You always have a reason. We always have a reason. And everybody has been very happy. And they're like, oh, my God, why didn't I know? When did I come here, you know, three years ago when I first heard about you? And I'm like, that's your fault. You know? <laughs> but uh, we're, we've been here. We've been here and we're doing good, some good work. OK, we're going to take another break. We'll be right back. If you recently moved to Texas from out of state, your current will, trust, and power of attorney may need to be reviewed and updated. Wills and powers of attorney are state-specific, so it might be a good idea to meet with a Texas attorney. Marquardt Law Firm is the go-to firm in San Antonio for wills, trust, and powers of attorney. They'll develop a strategy to tax-efficiently protect and preserve your assets, reduce family conflict, and maximize government benefits. Call today to schedule your no-cost legal consultation. 210-530-4278. Protect what's yours with Marquardt Law Firm. 
Welcome back to Talk Law Radio. I'm Todd Marquardt on 9.30 a.m. The Answer, Apple Podcasts, and TalkLawRadio.com. You can find lots of interesting topics on TalkLawRadio.com, from taxes to estate planning to power of attorney to even RV law. If you own a recreational vehicle, you should definitely listen to that and maybe visit my friend, um, Mr. Warren, who has the RV Roadshow. Okay, now we're going to talk taxes with Adam Tostado. Uh, But before we get started, I wanted to read another verse from the Bible. Romans 13, uh, verse 1 says, Let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authorities resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment. For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. You have no fear of the one who is in authority. Then do what is good, like Adam said, and you will receive his approval, for he is God's servant for your good. But if you are wrong, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain, for he is the servant of God, an avenger who carries out God's wrath on the wrongdoer. Therefore, one must be in subjection, not only to avoid God's wrath, but also for the sake of conscience. Here's the important part. For because of this, you also pay taxes. (laughs) (laughs) For the authorities are ministers of God attending to this very thing. Pay to all what is owed to them, taxes to whom taxes are owed, revenue to whom revenue is owed, respect to whom respect is owed, honor to whom honor is owed. Okay, then from Mark 12, verse 14, the Pharisees asked, is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Should we pay them or should we not? But knowing their hypocrisy, Jesus said to them, why put me to the test? Bring me a denarius and let me look at it. And they brought one. And Jesus said to them, whose likeness and inscription is on it. They said to him, Caesar's. Jesus said to them, Render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God. And what Paul Harvey would say, the rest of the story is, and Jesus said not a penny more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> That wasn't recorded in the Bible, but I think that's what he would have said if they had kept recording. Okay, so I wanted to talk a little bit more about your legacy. Um, When you were building your business, when you were acquiring all this knowledge, we always ask our guests about legacy because Marquardt Law Firm focuses on business and estate law, including last wills and living trusts. And the central thing we're trying to do with those instruments is to leave a legacy, at least one where we leave our family heirlooms or our assets. Mm-hmm. But um, some people want to leave more than just a fistful of cash. They want to leave lessons. Mm-hmm. Um, what can you tell us about the legacy that, that you've learned or that you want to leave to those behind? Well, be, besides the legacy of, of doing good and making sure there's good in the world so that, you know, not that we intend to get good back, but it's just to help out your neighbor. Mm-hmm. you know, making help. But it's it's that work ethic also. Um, making sure, you know, nowadays, so many people don't have any kind of work ethic. They they want to punch in, punch out, go home and expect to get paid no matter the quality of work that they've done. And uh, and we really don't believe that. We We really believe that if we're doing something, if something's handed to us, on paper, you know, that we read it, we understand it, and we say, okay, how do we solve this? And seeing it through all the way, you know, there's so many other preparers be like, oh, okay, you got an IRS notice, you know, make that phone call, give them the verbal instructions, but they don't want to deal with it. They don't want to work with it. And if you did the tax returns, they should, mm-hmm. you know, and so many times people come to me and they're like, well, my tax bureau wouldn't help me with this, you know, and then we're like, okay, well, let's see how we can help you. Let's see how we don't you know, we hold their hand when somebody's trying to open up a new business. I tell everybody, if you woke up this morning and you said, Hmm, I think I want to open up a business, call me up. 
talk to me. There's no charge for that. You know, call me up and say, hey, I want to open up this business. What does it take? How does it do it? Because in our business, in our office, we have all types of businesses that we do bookkeeping mm -hmm. for and we do tax uh, for. And so when we hold their hand and we see them through from the inception of the LLC to operations to at the end of the day, they're like, oh, my God, when we started out this year, we we're making $10,000 a month and now we're making $100,000 a month, you know. And it makes you feel good that you saw that grow. You saw that infant grow into a teenager in less than a year. Yeah. And, and it keeps growing. And so far, we, we haven't ha lost any businesses, even through COVID. Everybody stuck it out. We, we helped them find those loans. We helped them find those SBA monies. And um, Is and there still some stuff that they need to pay attention to that you might be able to help with with regards to the the PPP or those loans? Yes. There's still money out there, apparently. And so go for it. You know, there's been a lot of these, um, not loans, uh, but grants that in the city of San Antonio that you can go after. Mm -hmm. You know, it just depends the industry that you're in how much, and, um, and how your operations were from before. If you weren't making any money before, they don't expect you to continue making money now. Mm -hmm. But if you're making money before and your business has taken a dip, there's a lot of people out there that were willing to help you to get afloat. Um, as far as the SBA, be careful. Read the fine prints. Read all the pages and making sure that you understand that even though it's going to be free money, that you understand what the strings are attached to. And so when somebody says, oh, there's no strings, there's always strings. We're human beings. We're in America. There's yeah. always strings. So do you help them understand that? We help them understand that. We sometimes send them, uh, refer them to business lawyers or corporate lawyers to interpret what they're reading. Mm -hmm. Because what one thing we do understand in our office is we know our place. And when there's something about law, we send them to the lawyers. We know something about financial, we send them to the financial planners. We don't try to do their jobs, but we know enough when to send them and refer them to the professionals. So I was reading some things uh, of what lawyers can do to, to help people at the end of the year. And so I have a list of four. Mm -hmm. One is gather documents. Like you were saying before, sometimes the IRS will accept a, a digital receipt. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they want a paper receipt. Well, it's kind of the same thing in the legal world. You just need to know where these things are, like your yeah. birth certificate, uh, death certificates for your loved ones. Um, the the veterans need to have their discharge forms. You should always know where your marriage certificate is. Why? I don't know. <laughs> you know, everybody's different, but right. something comes up and they'll they'll call me and they say, hey, I need to find this and... You know, I don't know where they were married. It just becomes really difficult. So mm -hmm. I would ask all of my loved ones, you know, where are these things and uh, where do you keep them just in case I have to find it someday? Yeah. Another thing is um, talk to your financial advisor. You said that um, maybe you're, as the tax guy, are going to have to look at some statements periodically um, to see the growth, to see what would happen if if they sold something. So that's good, right? Yeah. The when you talk to your financial planner, like this morning I had one, um, and he said, this can cause you a tax consequence. You might want to talk to Adam and see if there's another way we can do this or if you're comfortable with it. Mm -hmm. And then And then we look at the numbers, we look at the reports that he gives them, and then we figure out what's what. But it's always good to involve your tax preparer in the decisions that you're doing for financial purposes. Yeah. And if, if you need money, if you're going to sell something, um, then at least you know what the tax consequence Correct. is going to be. Uh, another one, you mentioned businesses have tax issues. And at the end of the year, there might be opportunities there to, to do different things. But you should always have a sit down to talk about that. When you, ha when you have a business, you want to know if you're in the right structure. A lot of people are sole proprietorships. They never incorporated. They never got an LLC, and they're making money, and they're successful at it. My realtors, all of them, they're very successful at what they're, what they're doing, but they were sole props, and they're mm -hmm. like, they didn't know that they had another option. Yeah, go get an LLC. We'll file a corporation, and then there's, you're saving the self-employment tax. At least that, but you're saving something. 
Okay. And so that's always to talk to your tax preparer when you have a business to see if you're in the right structure. Great. That's good advice. The last thing is in regards to charity. Mm -hmm. Now, one of the packages that the Congress passed that um, was was giving some of those stimulus benefits had some tax provisions in there, like with regards to charity. And uh, I think that you can you can take a deduction even though you don't itemize of up to three hundred. Yes, you've heard of that. Yes, they, it's if you donate a dollar and you put it on your tax return, it automatically generates that three hundred dollar um, charitable donation okay. exemption. And so, but you got to remember if you have a business, charities are not deductible. Okay. Do them only on personal side. So you must run into that a lot. A lot. <laughs> yes. And they're like, oh, we donated $10,000 to the church. It is not deductible. Okay, put it on my personal tax returns. Well, the IRS gives you $24,000, so the 10000 goes away. But you get the 300 You get the 300 but 300 versus 10000 Yeah. Not that big of a benefit. But if you're going to give it anyway, you might as well, might as well claim take it. it. Okay, well, that's uh, wrapping up our show today. Any other last-minute tax tips that you want to share? Um, no, not really. Just uh, be good to others. Awesome. Well, thanks, Adam, for joining me. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you. And don't wait till the last minute, and don't <laughs> wait until February 2022. No. come Make your appointments. Talk to your—you don't have to come to me. Go talk to your tax preparer. Go try to find somebody in HR in our block and see what you get. And uh, talk to somebody before the end of the year. And I'm talking before December 15th. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks. Stay tuned next time. Talk Law Radio. If you recently moved to Texas from out of state, your current will, trust, and power of attorney may need to be reviewed and updated. Wills and powers of attorney are state-specific, so it might be a good idea to meet with a Texas attorney. Marquardt Law Firm is the go-to firm in San Antonio for wills, trust, and powers of attorney. They'll develop a strategy to tax-efficiently protect and preserve your assets, reduce family conflict, and maximize government benefits. Call today to schedule your no-cost legal consultation. 210-530-4278. Protect what's yours with Marquardt Law Firm. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.